0: Okay, this is Get a Better Broadcast, Podcast and Video Voice. My name's Peter Stewart. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And uh, today, yeah, we're just kind of rounding up really, aren't we? Our, our, Our few weeks talking about pitch and today, pitch and perception. Tomorrow, pitch and politicians. Yeah, a bit more on pitch and politicians before we move on to tone and uh, tone and emotion in the next couple of days and we'll talk about that for a couple of weeks and uh, well tone in general not just tone and emotion and then we'll be moving into intonation which is another whole area and in fact you could argue that intonation is really perhaps the whole benchmark of my interest in voice it's how to read something more naturally more conversationally where to uh, intonate a word when to lift it uh, why you shouldn't be stressing a word. And of course all that ties up with your natural pitch and your tone and your range and also your volume. And then we're going to be talking a bit later on over the months. Uh, talking about things like projection and pause and the speed of a read and the volume and so on. Uh, and, and also we're going to be talking uh, much more about the physical and psychological issues of your voice technique. So it's all sorts of different things that are going on. But anyway, pull me back to today's episode, talking about pitch and perception. Because in the past, society judged people according to the pitch of their voice. And hopefully those days are pretty much gone. But even in the recent past, you know, women with a high pitch may have been perceived by some as a bit of an airhead, perhaps. I mean, I, I hesitate to say that even now. But uh, yeah, that that, that was... Uh, I, I remember a uh, a British actress called Sandra Dickinson who had a particularly high voice, and 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 she always seemed to get those kind of bimbo roles, terribly unfair. A, a, a man with a lighter voice can be viewed as perhaps a bit more effeminate, l- lacking masculinity in some way. And conversely, um, you know, th- there were previous views of of of, of what a woman's personality. Would be like if she had a low voice. Um, she was often seen as as sexy, perhaps, uh, and also in, in in derogatory ways if she had a, a, a lower voice, which I can't even bring myself to to talk about because it just sounds so so bad and wrong. But that's been the perception over time. Now, several studies have found that in general, women prefer lower-pitched men's voices to higher-pitched men's voices. And conversely, men typically prefer high-pitched women's voices over low-pitched women's voices. We talked about this, didn't we, on the show a couple of days ago. And there's a link to more on that in our show notes. Of course, we are all different and fantastically different in the wide variety of our pitch and tone and body shapes and what we say and how we say it and dialect and accents, and that just adds to the whole rich tapestry of the world and the the big melting pot of this lump of rock speeding through space. What I'm doing is just helping you get a better voice than the one you've got, not to change it, but to make the most of what you've got. Yeah, just to highlight some issues that you may want to develop over the course of time. I'm certainly not saying that your voice is wrong in any way, shape or form. You know, we are all different and our natural register is neither right nor wrong. As voiceover artist Susan Barclay says, quote, You wouldn't say a flute was any better or worse than a saxophone, would you? Like instruments, all voices can be beautiful if they're properly played. Tomorrow, pitch and politicians, as we wrap up everything to do with pitch, before we move on to tone, as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and video voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart.